episode of What More Can I Say, a Skater Boy fan cast. I'm Sabra Kojis. And I'm May. My last name got lost in the mail. Did it now? Yeah. How, how did that happen? Uh, it's a really complicated story, and because it's currently under investigation, I'm not allowed to tell you. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service is looking into it for you, and they have really tight security on that stuff. I don't have a comment. And yet they don't have tight enough security that they didn't lose it in the first place. I certainly don't have a comment on behalf of the U.S. Postal Service. Or was it was it like a private company? Was it like FedEx? You tried to FedEx your last name somewhere? I who still don't have a, a comment. Who was sending it to You're you? You're asking way too many questions to someone who has repeatedly <laughs> declined to comment. Um, well, isn't that what being a lawyer is? You just keep asking questions even if they won't answer because it uh, puts like implications in the brain of brains of the jury so that they'll think the way you want them to think it's just fancy manipulation i don't have a comment on that (laughs) anyway um as we said i'm sabra this is may and we have a guest with us introduce yourself hi i'm grace (laughs) what's up grace um we are recording remotely as we have been because we are still in a pandemic Life is fun. Also, we'd have to record remotely anyway because Grace lives 500 miles away from me. Mm, I see. <laughs> um, today we are going to be discussing Skater Boy. Wow, Does it that was a lightning in- bolt from a clear sky. <laughs> are we discussing Skater Boy right now? <laughs> you know what? I was getting there. Today we are discussing Skater Boy. Does it hold up in Generation Z? That is the generation we are in right now. We have Grace on as our resident Gen Zer, the representative. <laughs> that must be wild. Grace is the official spokesperson for her entire generation. Yeah, and it was tough. It was actually really tough. She had to compete in a series of trials. <laughs> Yeah, so the Hunger Games are real. Yes, except it's the Gen Z games, and you have to fight for dominance. Actually, um, the Millennial Games had to be rescheduled because of the pandemic, so I'm still hoping to make the cut. (laughs) (laughs) I, because I am on the cusp and not competing for any generation, I've been banished from the world. But again... Due to the pandemic, everyone's sheltering in place, so you can't be fully banished until after everything blows over. Yes. So really, I started the pandemic so that I would prevent being banished. I think it was a bold and innovative strategy, and I hope to see it pay off for you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. Um, Grace, how do you just generally feel about the song Skater Boy? Honestly, I think that that was like, the blueprint you know like i think that avril lavigne is what made like my generation enjoy like my chemical romance so much wow that's really wise this is a hot take that's so wise so you know so grace um i am uh getting married in august and i will uh my first dance is in my chemical romance song is it really that's not a joke amazing (laughs) Profoundly on brand once again. Grace <laughs> and May have right. never uh, met. This, yeah, it's true. This is our first conversation ever, so we're learning a lot about each other. <laughs> yes, I just want I just want Grace to know that May looks pretty much exactly like Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I love that. It's very important. Yeah, picture Avril Lavigne pre nose job, 
That's me. Yes. <laughs> I can't stress <laughs> enough that it's pre-nose job. I actually, here's a fun fact. I, I did get a nose job, but it was purely because I broke my nose and I was six years old, oh, so fun. it doesn't count. <laughs> it's like when people say they had like a deviated septum, but it was really just they wanted a nose job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have the opposite of that, which is <laughs> <laughs> I say I got a nose job, but it was actually for medical reasons. So... Avril Lavigne is said on Wikipedia to be the pop punk princess. And I, I believe Queen. Is... I don't think that you should demote her in this way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what Grace is telling us is that that is true, that Avril Lavigne brought pop punk music to Gen Z. Yeah, I That's agree with that. That's how I feel. I just feel like because like we, I mean, my generation was so young. like mm-hmm. Impressionable. When, <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, when she was putting out, like, that era of her music, and that was the first time in my life that I'd ever, like, really heard music like that, Mm -hmm. and that it was, like, I guess, like, palatable to, like, younger girls. Yeah. Um, Because I think that, like, that type of sound just immediately turns a lot of like that demographic off because it's not really meant for them Mm -hmm. so she kind of like brought um that to you know younger girls and women who (laughs) were previously not like catered to right excluded by the genre a little bit yeah yeah i'm beginning to see why um grace won the gen z games and it's not all the voice <laughs> the spokesperson for generation z this makes a lot of sense this is very wise i also agree so what you're saying is that avril lavigne is a feminist icon pretty much i mean like great <laughs> i think that they always had you know, I don't think music ever, like, completely excludes a demographic of people, but, like, she really, like, brought it into the mainstream a lot more Mm -hmm. and made it, like, comfortable for, you know, because I was, like, eight, (laughs) and I was listening to that, and and the lyrics weren't, like, relatable to me, but, like, (laughs) what? I mean, I think they're relatable. She was a girl. Grace did ballet. That's how Grace and I met. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So that being said, Grace is now a punk, so. Oh, perfect. So you're like, you're like the middle ground between Sabra and myself. Yeah, because I'm the ballet, May's the punk. You're both. Wow, incredible. (laughs) So that actually can bring us to, though, the whole point of the song is kind of like, there were two people, they were two different. Two, being a punk and being a ballerina are two different. You cannot merge them. You can't have a relationship with them. But Grace proves that that's not true. Yeah, it's true. And I think that that's sort of the Gen Z mindset, right? Like, here we are millennials <laughs> stuck in our, you know, old fashioned ways of doing things. And in high school, we had these notions of the cliques that you could be involved in. At least I think yeah. I've seen a lot of movies that involve Oh yeah, May didn't go to high school. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. So I really am lacking an important perspective here. <laughs> I think people burst out into song a lot in the halls. That's something I've gotten from movies, right? I definitely did that. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember Sabra doing that. Um, well, oh, I was going to ask 
what how old is avril lavigne is she a millennial oh good question let's find out she's like 35 right that would make her a millennial Avril Lavigne age. Wow. Okay. So she's 35 years old. You were okay. right on the money with that. Oh, and Incredible. as we mentioned, she was born in September. September of 1984. Yes. Very Orwellian. I just oh, think that's yes. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> is this a new conspiracy theory we need to address? Whoa. Her middle name is Ramona. Avril I'm very Lamo- into that. Ooh. Avril Ramona Lavigne. That's actually really hard to say. Though. It is really hard to say. And also, do we think that Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim was named after Avril Lavigne? Because now I'm convinced. I was I was going to say no because that's crazy. <laughs> but then I thought about it for literally 0.2 seconds and I was like, no, she was. Yeah, I also think, yes, it's crazy, but it's far and away the least crazy thing that's been said on this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> That's like stunningly normal for us. Yes. So I actually, we actually came up with this episode because we initially went into this saying that the answer was no, the song doesn't hold up in Generation Z, which Grace has just disproven for us. But I do want to bring up the point, the point being, I mean, the very first line that we've come back to so many times in this (laughs) song, he was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? We joke throughout this podcast that, of course, you can make it more obvious. You've told us literally nothing. But, like, let's be real here. We know that what she meant is, like, these are two people who like each other or could date each other or something like that. And the reason I'm going to say that it doesn't hold up in Generation Z is because... We, would, we wouldn't say that now because, like, mm-hmm. people are queer or also, people can be we friends. Have, right. We have sort of more of a notion of, like, it's fine to just be friends with people. And we don't assume romantic relationships where there is no indication of it, you know, just yeah. based on you're a boy. That being said, I'm I think men, straight men only want to be my friend to sleep with me. I think that's why I don't have very many gay male friends <laughs> because why would they you just that don't wouldn't know be their reasoning? <laughs> yeah, or cuz my my like one like close gay male friend um literally said to me one time that if he was straight, he would be in love with me. It's Alan. <laughs> it's Alan Harvey. Um right. honestly call him out name names. Yeah. <laughs> um so in that sense, I, I guess the song is timeless, but... Uh... Well, and also, so here's something that occurred to me while Grace was talking. I completely agree, but when we're talking about the music, Grace, that you listened to when you were eight years old, I assume that it was not Skater Boy. You know what I mean? Based off the era, it was probably more like the girlfriend era. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but Skater Boy was more our childhood, you know, because I was like six or seven when Skater Boy yeah. came out. I mean, I don't fully remember. Yeah, Scareboard came out in 2002. Grace, how old are you? I'm 20. 20. So you were born in 2000? Yeah, you're yes. four years younger than me, roughly. Okay, you're so one you were, yeah, you were only two. Well, so here's the thing. So yeah, you were only two when Skaterboy came out, but songs get played on the radio for years right. if they're super iconic, yeah, like Skaterboy. So true. it's super possible that Skaterboy was still being played. Because I think... My song as a child, like, my mom and I would say that uh, Good Riddance by Green Day was, like, our song. Yeah, yeah, And it yeah. would, like, come on the radio a lot. There's, I don't know when that song came out, but I don't think it came out when I heard it on the radio. True. The yeah, time. I don't think so either. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, 
I also, a big part of that too is um, my sister is three years older than me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I pretty much listen to her music because <laughs> yes. you know how like younger siblings are. They're just like, <laughs> they just completely root their identity in their older siblings. Yeah, identity. there's definitely yes. a lot of that. I have a lot of younger siblings, so I hear you there. <laughs> 1997. Yes. May and I are both the oldest curious. siblings? I'm number two, but you were close. I'm number oh, two. Oh, wait, of... you're not the oldest? No, I'm not the oldest. <gasps> I have one older sister. My whole world is a lie. <laughs> Sabra always learns what? new things about me on this podcast. <laughs> I thought you were the oldest and then Claire was the second oldest. Claire's number three. Also, stop oh doxing me in front of all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> shook. Yeah, oh I'm number God. two of nine, Grace, just so you know. Oof. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that is the correct response. <laughs> I just know because, like, I have three siblings, nice. and that's already a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got three times that. Yeah. That's no, that matters. I have track. one sibling. I have two times that plus two. I have one sibling. She refused to be on the podcast. I'm sorry, Grace. I yes, actually asked I would say... first. Um, you were you were <laughs> my second choice. That- she has enough, you know, attitude for multiple siblings. So it's as though you have more than one. That is accurate. Um, I don't know Aviva. I want to be clear. I've never spoken with her. <laughs> Grace and Aviva went to high school together. Oh, nice. Kind of. Gen Z. Um, yes, they were in high school at the same time. I was not in high school at the same time as them, proving that I am, in fact, a millennial. Yeah. Not that that is necessarily, not that any of this is a bragging point. Generations are literally made up They're fake, yeah. (laughs) True. The only Um, real generation is baby boomers. That's the only one that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But then, like, Obama's a baby boomer, and that doesn't necessarily feel right. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I think, like, it just heavily, like, energy like heavily is based on where you're from yeah that's fair Ooh, that's a good point yeah because also i mean when we're talking about the quintessential baby boomers we're talking about like the kids of people coming back from world war ii mm-hmm. yeah you know, so you, you need to like i guess really the only people who truly count are the people who whose parents like whose father fought in world war ii <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because, like, technically, like, my mom, I think, is the last age of baby boomers. Um, and she and Obama are the same age, I think. Mm. Um, and she, Thanks, Obama, for way. a Thanks. long time, like, would not, yeah, <laughs> she for a long time <laughs> would not say that she was a baby boomer because she was on the cusp and, like, didn't really right. didn't identify with it. Yeah, I mean, there's um, generational also, stigma. Right. Generations are made up. But also, I don't even think there really <laughs> was a generational stigma at the time. True. There just is now, right. but I, I think she's going to want to feel old. Well, that's true. But also I think baby boomers really celebrated being baby boomers for a long time, which is why probably they're so annoyed by yeah. people turning it into yes. an insult, which is understandable. Shouts out, boomers. <laughs> hey, does, um, does, um, does the song Skater Boy hold up for boomers? You know, hmm, much to think about. I actually <laughs> have a story about that. Oh, go for is- it thing that came to mind when Sabra first asked me to be on this podcast yes was, go. I'm um, ready. 
One time my dad was talking about how he gave a bunch of my brother's friends rides home and he had like seven skateboards in the back of his car. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, I hate skaters, which obviously made my brothers upset because they had just, their friends were skaters. <laughs> and I said, a great philosopher once said he was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. And yes! the only person who laughed was my dad. <laughs> yes! <laughs> wow, you have the exact energy that this podcast is bringing. You just make perfect sense as a guest. It is true. I really nailed it with this. Yeah, um, honestly. Through Aviva, we yeah. got the better guest. <laughs> That's um, so sorry, funny. I'm sorry, she's not listening to I love this. Aviva. <laughs> It's okay. The odds of her listening to this podcast are so slim. So slim. <laughs> um, that's great. Your dad is an icon. Um, yeah, so actually, we can ask. So you you said your brother's friends are skaters. Do your brothers skate and or identify as skaters? They don't. Um, <laughs> See, this okay. is exactly just... what we were saying. Right, so we they had a whole happen. debate. Sorry, well, you need to continue. No, it's fine. I was just saying they just happened to have, or at least had at the time, a lot of friends who were skaters, I guess. Like, I don't know. I love okay, that. Okay, so we had a whole debate of like, we ha- well, I mean, we have a, literally a whole episode dedicated to does he even know how to skateboard, do we think? Because our thought was that you could be like a quote unquote skater boy without actually knowing how to skateboard. Do you agree you with that, that as, as someone who's interacted with many as the skater boy in your time? So that's kind of like why I don't like skaters is because they're so pretentious about it. <laughs> mm. um, yes. At least I don't know if it's just like that in Ann Arbor, but like it was such a thing like prove it was like a huge gatekeeping thing like are you even a real skater like (laughs) and it's just so stupid to me because I'm like technically (laughs) like anyone who just rides a skateboard (laughs) could fall under that category like I don't know yeah how much of the lifestyle do you need to espouse to take on the skater characteristics yeah so like could I buy a skateboard and be a skater boy like, think about biking, right? Like, anyone who just has a bike, you can consider yourself a biker. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Like, a cyclist. So, what's the difference? <laughs> like, there shouldn't be one. Truly. Finally, someone said it. You know, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and We're a really big fan of hot takes on we this are. podcast. And based off, actually, the trajectory of this podcast, in a strange way, it's sort of an anti-skater boy podcast. Not really anti-skater is. boy the song, which we love, and it, it seems couldn't live without at this point. I mean, yes. I don't want to be hyperbolic, but it seems like perhaps we couldn't live without the song Skater Boy. Um, but we seem to hate Skater Boys. Yes, we do. Not that we know any. No, we really don't. Um, I can't think of anyone in my life who I would classify as a Skater Boy. I literally don't have one. I mean, I know some hockey people who, like, played hockey, um, and that's, like, a form of skating we discussed, but, like... Yeah, yeah. I knew, I I used to, when I used to go ice skating, there was, like, a big stigma against, like, the boys uh, wearing figure skates. You had a, if you wanted to be a real man, TM. Hockey skates only. Yeah, I remember that in figure skating. Yeah, very intense. Yeah. 
Um, so I do want to bring up one last point. So we've we've made our point that it Avril Lavigne bringing pop punk music to Gen Z makes her automatically hold up in Generation Z. We've also made the point that the song doesn't hold up because of the whole binary gender dating etc thing. The right. last point I do want to make on this is that memes. Memes are new. They didn't exist in 2002 when this song came out. Mm-hmm. But I think that the song thrives on really the memes that does. we've seen. Yeah. So, like, I just saw one the other day. Um, someone tweeted, I should probably just, like, pull it up and actually credit this person. Not that anybody listens to this podcast. <laughs> but, but if there were some reason, know. like, if one of us becomes famous for something else, like, for example, if one of us goes to prison, we'll be interested. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. Uh, so someone named Coco, Coconut Rum, said he had a podcast, she had an OnlyFans, can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> and um, someone which said that so to me, good. and I said, I frankly think that you're making it a lot more obvious with that than the initial song is. I agree. <laughs> um, I also think that that's funny, because I'm just thinking about, like, who does listen to this podcast? My mother. Uh, My mother yes. is not going to get that one. literally at all. She, I don't think she knows what OnlyFans is. Wow, bless And life. like, I know, <laughs> the joke about like men having podcasts is also not <laughs> a relevant joke in her life. Yeah. I wish that wasn't but a relevant like, joke in my life. And I say that as someone who's <laughs> currently recording a podcast, so the hypocrisy is really apparent. It is. Um, but we're women, so it's different. Every podcaster is the person who thinks that they should be the only person making a podcast, and that's exactly how I am, and I won't apologize. Yes. Oh, I mean, I literally, um, told a friend one time that, like, nobody should have a podcast unless they're famous, because, like, who the fuck cares? And then he and I stopped talking for a while, and then we were catching up recently because of the pandemic, and I said that I was starting this podcast, and he was like, you're starting a podcast because <laughs> nobody should start a podcast has a podcast and i was like you know what i think that the world needs to hear my take on skater boy over and over and over and over from every possible <laughs> for 10 episodes <laughs> <laughs> yes um i want to see if I, let me find some more memes um i've saved a bunch grace would you consider yourself a memer uh yes i mean i'd say like i'm one of those people who has like a really obsessively large camera roll good (laughs) and half of it is memes like i don't think that anyone who approaches life differently than that really knows what they're doing you know (laughs) i think it's important to be able to communicate your feelings to those around you and memes have allowed us to do that in a much more efficient way. Yes. You know, like, have just, you seen the one that someone um, edited? They took a picture of the coronavirus and they edited in, like, long fake nails and, like, some nice fun yeah, yeah, lips. Yeah. yeah. Like, how am I supposed to explain how I'm feeling without sending someone <laughs> that? You know what? Good point. I found another meme. This was on a Facebook page called Pop Punk Kids. And it's a guy in a round skateboard that has, so it's like a circle of skateboards. And he's about to, 
ride down a ramp and it goes this is the guy that avril was talking about it's just interesting to me how it's such a universal reference like i know how has the skater boy become so profoundly a part of the zeitgeist I feel like it's because the lyrics are so, like... Bad. Yeah, you can say it. (laughs) Exactly. They're so, like... But it's almost like a parody. Like, that's why it's so good. Like, she was parodying herself almost. Wow, neither of us have ever pointed that out. We haven't. Very interesting. And parodying, like, punk culture and stuff like that. Like, that's why I think Avril Lavigne was so like approachable yeah like her music because it wasn't taking that stuff super seriously like it was kind of meant to be sort of like at least in that era of her music like sort of silly and stupid and weird you know like yeah and I feel like that's why it has lasted so long because she wasn't like, that's why I think a lot of music now doesn't have that same, like... Longevity. Um, yeah. Longevity, because it's, like, they take themselves so seriously, and, like, everything they make has to be the best thing ever made, and it has to be this amazing work of art. And, like, f- funny, silly, stupid art also has its place, you know what I mean? Yeah, it very makes true. Feel something. And, yeah. like, I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> yes. And that's why I like her so much, because she's never been that kind of person to, like, like, she does have serious songs and serious lyrics sometimes, mm-hmm. but, like, her personality and, like, her lyrics, for the most part, are just very, like, just lighthearted, you know? That's true. That's yeah. true. I also think there's a lot of focus in branding in general today on trying very hard to be relatable. And there is nothing, there is no attempt to be relatable in this song whatsoever. It's just telling you a story (laughs) about these two randos that you know nothing about and do not have the time to get invested in whatsoever. And it's just like, the whole purpose of the song is to say, there were these two people and here's how I fit in. And, and also, it, it. it cannot be relatable unless you are literally, I guess it could be any subculture, it doesn't need to be punk, but it has to be that there is, that you like a guy who is in a subculture that you are also a part of, but he likes a girl who is in the opposite subculture. Yeah, like, really unless niche. that is literally your story, <laughs> the song cannot be relatable to you. It's really niche, but at the same time, extremely expansive because the song tells us nothing, as we have come back to so many times. So yeah. it really is, you get a very confusing sensation of, it almost knocks you off your feet because you feel like you're there, but you also feel like where you are could be anywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very disorienting song. It is. I found another meme uh, from Alec Windsor on Facebook that says Billie Eilish is just Avril Lavigne for people born after 2005. Exactly! <laughs> we have confirmation. That, no, it, this is what I've been saying. I get really heated about this. Like, <laughs> me and my boyfriend have this conversation all the time that, like, oh my God. <laughs> Billie Eilish is literally like this weird hybrid of like Avril Lavigne, Britney Spears, and like mm. Lana Del Rey. 
and yes simultaneously like just kind of doesn't I don't know I don't understand how people don't just see like the parts like they think it's like an original thing and I'm like no she's just a mashup of like other people who are better (laughs) (laughs) tell them I have never heard a Billie Eilish song somehow that's true wow I babysit a girl who's obsessed with Billie Eilish, so I've had to. Well, my brother is a really big Billie Eilish fan, and I just have never heard one of her songs. Somehow. I feel like you probably have, and you just don't know. Well, like, I didn't know Ocean Eyes was her for a long time. I don't even know what that is. But I'm also old. Sure. (laughs) I mean, it's not that, like, unique. Like, it's the whisper singing shtick, like, Mm. for most of it like whisper singing over like a dance beat <laughs> oh good yeah good, good that sounds like something that i as an adult would not relate to at all <laughs> at this point do we relate to any music no i am in a very no. weird in between phase where in about you know two years i'm gonna start getting into like rush and best of queen because i'll be that old but right now <laughs> i'm like i don't know i'm completely untethered from reality from a generation i don't know <laughs> Here's another tweet from James underscore comics. He was a skater boy. She said more potato boy. She was his grandma serving lunch. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. See, that makes that's that's kind of heartwarming though. I would love to have an aspect of this song if we were to find out more about the skater boy and he had a grandmother who he was really close with. That would change my whole outlook. Oh yeah, well then he would be likable. Then he would be the hero to me. Yeah, we we established in a previous episode, Grace, that uh, the hero of the song is actually the ballerina. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing is like I all, especially when like re-listening to that song, I'm like, okay, and <laughs> like, like how is yes! it? How is it wrong to reject somebody and that they get famous? Like, are you supposed to feel guilty about that? Like, because you just didn't click with somebody like that's so true this is what yeah, we've we been talked saying. about that in a previous episode and basically said is she supposed to feel bad because she didn't predict that he was going to be famous and then base whether or not they were compatible off of that but also even if she had predicted it like you can date in high school even if you know they're gonna be famous that doesn't mean the relationship's gonna work out yeah it probably and, like won't. continue while he's famous or that they're like a cool person to date. No, they might <laughs> yeah. Be and I and know. I think maybe that's another reason why this song doesn't necessarily hold up because I think it very much was a thing in the early two thousands of like, oh, this guy likes you, you have to date him. Like yeah, if you don't like true. him yeah. back, you're a bad person. And now we're like, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Also, that concept of like. I think, like, a big theme of music from, like, the early 2000s, like, 2010s era is revenge. Wow, that's really (laughs) true. Every, that was, like, the biggest, like, motivator for anything. Like, like, there was just revenge bops. Like, now that I think, like, when you go through a breakup, like, all the music you turn to is music from that era. That's true. That's true. Very interesting. It's because everything, 
everything is like about revenge and like doing things to spite people yeah like, in the good songs it's about like yeah see I'm like great now and you didn't see it in me and I'm showing you like it, it's never just like you know acknowledging that people you may have doubted you but you still overcame it not to show them up but to just do it for yourself like that was not (laughs) a concept that they grasped well I mean personally when I think about my life trajectory I'm always thinking about the haters you know (laughs) I'm just constantly trying to show the haters yeah haters they make me famous so this is funny because May doesn't have any haters (laughs) like it'd be one thing if I said that but like (laughs) <laughs> yeah for you there there might be some realism there i don't actually know that for sure i don't know anyone who hates you but that's good i'll start asking around <laughs> okay thank you so much <laughs> if i have any haters they're very polite <laughs> well yeah i mean that's other the other thing now is nobody like turns to social media now to be like oh i fucking hate this bitch except yeah. unless it's like a celebrity like no one does it about yeah. their like friends now twitter is just about being like sad and horny all the time yeah that's true that's most of what i see and every time i say why am i still on this app curse this dumb bird. i mean i find it relatable so <laughs> <laughs> i don't find anything relatable anymore i'm just like existing in a vacuum <laughs> valid the only thing I find relatable is certain aspects of the song Skater Boy. <laughs> like being oh a girl. God. That I can relate to. Like see, yes. saying, see you later, boy. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's two different contexts for that. Because initially, it's she said, see you later, boy, to reject him. But then later on in the song, it's she said, see you later, boy. Or I said, see you later, boy. I'll be backstage after the show. So really, it it goes with whatever mood that you might be feeling. Because yeah. so really, what if the ballerina said, "I said see," or she said, "See you later, boy," and they were just like hooking up in private and didn't tell anybody? Well, that goes back to the "whose child is the baby" theory. That is true. We we have a whole episode, Grace, dedicated to who's the father of the child in the second verse because she's like feeding a baby. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't come up yet. Five. Actually, yeah, actually, though, I was I was listening to that song earlier today and I was like oh yeah they kind of there's like a whole thing in there about her being a young mom yeah <laughs> which I think is also not necessarily like a Gen Z thing I mean I guess like no it I don't think it would happens, be but well think... right but I don't think that there is so much of a like look at her irresponsible bad life choices that led her here you know what I mean I yeah. would hope that we are kinder than that oh we're not, it's not but, like uh... look at her life is trash. She has right, a kid. Right. <laughs> and also, I would hope that we were not unilaterally blaming her anymore, but maybe we are. I don't oh, know. yeah. See, that's the big thing. I think that's the big thing that, like, yeah, it used to be so much like this girl fucked up. She ruined her life. And it's like, there's yeah. a whole other person involved here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's a lot more like taken into account now. Yeah. Like it used to be way more of a thing of like she got herself pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like what does she like steal his sperm in the middle of the night and like use a turkey baster to put oh, it up no. herself? Oh no. <laughs> oh no, I can't have my thank God my last name's not attached to this podcast. <laughs> 
I don't um, approve of that joke. I just want to make it clear on the record. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm saying it as in like that's not what's happening. Well, does that make it better? <laughs> it doesn't make it better. <laughs> it does not. Can't stress cool, cool, this cool. enough. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um. Anyway, do we have any other thoughts about Skater Boy in Generation Z? No thoughts. Head empty. <laughs> I literally can't have any thoughts my brain is just like that monkey clapping thing <laughs> mine is just the picture of the coronavirus with the long fake nails it's really all i can think about it is living in my head rent free that image all righty grace thank you so much for joining us um you really are the voice of your generation yeah like thank in, god you won the hunger games like in girls when she's like yeah truly like in girls when she's like uh i think i might be the voice of my generation or a voice of a generation. <laughs> I think that's Grace. I think Grace is a voice of a generation. I think I'm I'm the voice of like the 1200s. <laughs> <laughs> if I could be anything. This has been another episode of What More Can I Say? A Skater Boy fan cast. I've been Sabra. I've been May. I've been Grace. Yeah, you have. Uh, there we go. I just wanted Grace to say her name one more time. She was really special and really, really a part of this. <laughs> Thank you. May, take us out. What is our last thing again? I forget it every time. Oh my god. It's, can I make it any more obvious? I actually forgot it there for a second too. <laughs> Wait, I, I need it in the clear. It's a whole new take. <clears throat> okay. Can I this make it? This has been a- another episode of, oh, I'm going. This has been another episode of What More Can I Say, a Skater Boy fan cast.